Everybody and welcome back to Goodland, the land where everything is good, because what is better than hanging out with two best friends? My name is Norin, and I am one of those best friends. My name is Michael. I'm the other best friend. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Thank goodness, man. That'd be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, man? How's your week? I've been good. Uh, busy, busy week, but you know what? Just managing school and work. Everything's going well. I'm about like a third through the semester. It's amazing how fast time flies you know wow so i'll be grateful to to have a break this coming weekend it's going to be like a, a three four day weekend so i'm going to enjoy that but for now it's just being amazed with how much time is flying by i guess yeah it's, it's crazy to think that it's almost june like we're almost at the halfway point yeah same it's it's gone by super fast, especially I feel like the last two months for me have gone by super fast. Yeah, I feel like since I started working, things have been kind of picking up. Yeah, it definitely helps, you know, when you don't have a moment to breathe because you're <laughs> involved with work and school. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> helps. <laughs> Makes time go by faster. So that's true. Yeah. My, but yeah, my, I mean, my week was pretty good. Um, we had, um, I mean, it was pretty, pretty standard at this point now. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy happened. Um, but I feel like we played, we played D and D last night and we recorded a new episode yeah, of, of dungeon stories. And I think that was really fun. We, we got to try out some some aspects like I think that was a fun way that we handled the characters take it keep an eye out for I think that'll be episodes 12 and 13 of dungeon stories that we did last night so yeah those are some good ones keep your eyes peeled for those because they were pretty fun and we got to uh kind of explore one of my favorite parts of the game is just how like you never really it never really goes according to plan right like that was totally different from how I had imagined those sessions going so um it, it was cool to see them play out and take life in that way so yeah that, that, that collaborative exciting. collaborative storytelling that's like my favorite aspect of it just because you know whereas if you and i were writing a book you know or even if we're creating a world we have like complete control over that but when you add in three other people it's just so fun because you never would have thought, you know, these things out yourself, but now all of you together come up with this and it's just like an incredible experience. You know, everyone gets to enjoy it. Everyone gets to bring something to the table and it does add that, that surprise aspect, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Um, we could, we could probably do a whole episode just talking about what makes <laughs> we D&D so could. special. We, we probably will eventually. And honestly, like, it would be kind of cool to go back and recount some of our favorite stories from games that we played in high school. Like, 
That's true. Because we made a lot of made a lot of good memories doing that. But that is not why we're here this week. This week, what we are doing is uh, revisiting the Am I the A-hole subreddit on reddit.com because we had ended the original uh, Am I the A-hole episode with uh, a little bit of a cliffhanger. We we had a query that we had posed and, and left that to ruminate and, and allowed it to kind of stew inside of our brains so that we could come up with an answer for it. So let me give a quick refresher. How does that sound? Yeah, that, that sounds good. Nice refresh, let everyone remember, you know, for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that we need to refresh around what the question was. This is for, for all our listeners, not for our sake at all. So um, the way that this question was set up, so there were three roommates living in an apartment together. There was the OP, the original poster. Then there was roommate one and roommate two. Roommate one owned a cat, but roommate one moved out and was paying roommate two $100 to keep the cats and take care of them. Is that monthly? Yes, 100 a month. Um, but in the time since roommate one left, roommate two has also left, leaving the cats with OP. And uh, to handle this, uh, it seems that roommate two is paying OP $75 out of the 100 that roommate one is paying him. So roommate the, the the op the poster has decided that they no longer want to take care of the cats because they don't like the litter box um and they don't like the responsibility of it they don't they're not really that into cats to begin yeah, with yeah it sounds like it's become more of a chore yeah and something that they didn't really ask for something they didn't sign up for so roommate one has decided to tell sorry op has decided to tell roommate one the owner of the cats, that they have until the 16th of May. Oh man, I wonder if we can get an edit to this. Um, Cause that's past, that's happened. So I wonder what yeah. the decision was, but they said that they had till the um, 16th of May before they would, before OP would find a new home for the cats. So our, our question here is we need to decide, Michael, is the, is OP the a-hole for getting rid of these cats? Um, and it seems that it would be, they would give the warning to roommate two because they don't speak to roommate one anymore. Yeah, that's right. They're on not speaking terms yeah. with the first roommate. Yeah, how much, did it say how much time they like gave warning? They said on the, the 16th or the 15th that that would be the day they'd get rid of the cat. Does it mention like, is that a month to this was roommate? posted 20 days ago okay so that would have been on the fifth and if they had till the 16th that's almost two weeks that's like a week and a half yeah like 10 days okay so i mean it's yeah. not terrible yeah no not terrible i mean yeah i mean i definitely think that they're in the right like it's their right to be able to do that because it's not their cat 
they're not even getting paid the full amount. <laughs> right. It, it's like, you know, that, that trickle down economics, <laughs> you know, that um, you know, they're getting a portion of it when, you know, there's no reason that the other person should be taking a cut, you know? So I, I feel like this person is certainly in the right. Um, and they, they gave them like some time to pick the cat up, which is better than what a lot of people would have done. So I can appreciate that. I'd say that this person, I would probably say not the a-hole in this situation. Um, maybe they could have given more time than 10 days or two weeks to pick up the cat, but I don't know. What do you, what do you say? I'm with you. I think, I think they are not the a-hole in the situation. They didn't agree to keep the cats in the first place. Roommate two did. And then roommate two yeah. left without saying anything. So I just, it, he said that roommate one loved the cats so much, but they just weren't able to take the cats with them. But if they, if they can't come get the cats and if roommate two who was being paid to take care of them won't come get them to take care of them, then mm -hmm. I think the original, the OP has no reason to, to worry about it. If, especially if the cats will get better care somewhere else. Yeah. And, and I mean, think of the alternative, you know, the, 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 the first roommate, roommate number one, they're moving to a place where they can't have cats. If it wasn't for the kindness of their roommates, they would have had to get rid of the cats a while ago. Like that's the, true. The this, would would, this would have been the solution. Regardless. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th this is what would have been. Um, and I don't know how much time has passed if it mentions that, but you know, they, they've probably had a, a good amount of time or they've been able to make other arrangements themselves or, you know, come to terms with it. Yeah. You know, it sounds like it's been three months according to the post. Okay. So I guess that hasn't been too long in that situation. Um, so I guess if there wasn't any like intention of retrieving the cats one day, then yeah, I mean, the, the original scenario would have been that they would have had to get rid of the cats, unfortunately. So, and you know, that's, that's the thing when you move, some things you just aren't able to take with you. So as sad as that may be, I definitely don't enjoy that aspect, but unfortunately that's kind of the, the reality there. Yeah. And that's what the, the OP added, added at the end of it, um, that they're moving and can't afford the pet deposit for two extra animals. So it's better to find a home for them than. Oh yeah, certainly. I feel like this person's in the right. It's just an uh, unfortunate circumstance that everyone's finding themselves. It in. does blow. I mean, it sucks to be the one to break that news to your friend. Like, hey, I'm gonna give your cats mm -hmm. away, but <laughs> yeah, like that's not good, especially if they're not on speaking terms now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we haven't. I know we ended like totally hating each other but I'm giving your cats away. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, promise so, it's not a personal attack. So yeah, that's just, you know, the OP in this situation is just kind of made the bad guy through circumstance, unfortunately, yeah. but I, I think they're entirely in their right. Awesome. Yeah, me too. I think we agree on that one. Um, well, good. I'm glad we ruminated on that and I think we came to a pretty good decision about it. Do you have... Ooh. Do you have another one for us to think about? Ew, was there was there any update about? No, there. The only edit um, said that was basically confirming that they can't talk to him to the original owners. There was no edit about like what what happened. Let me do a quick control F 
and see if they replied to any of these. Um, nah, no. I've screenshots proving I've told the person giving me money to care for the cats that they have to be gone by the 16th. At the end of the day, if he hasn't told the original owner, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's no there's no update on how it went. I guess he told them and then that was it. Yeah. So we don't have holy shit. Sorry, I don't swear on Goodland. Um <laughs> previous roommate had 10 cats when he left. He had to find homes for most of them and wanted to keep these two, but he was moving with a friend and couldn't take his dog plus a few of the cats with him, so he left them here and paid his ex-boyfriend, the other roommate to keep them. That sounds like a mess yeah oh my gosh <laughs> just it sounds like it's probably in the best interest to just clear your hands of the cats and just say i'm i'm done with with this whole situation no more that sounds I, I, that sounds like a confusing mess to to keep track of yeah what a life this person must live <laughs> oh man well let's see do you have anything else uh, do you have another one for us to yeah i do to solve another moral quandary for us. Yeah, this is a, a moral quandary. Um, I'll start out by saying this, Nor, do you have any like famous family recipes? You know, like the, the kind that are handed down or even like secret recipes, do you have anything like that? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, my great grandfather made sourdough waffles. Um, Ooh, and that, that sounds incredible. That sourdough waffle recipe, we all have, we all try our hands at as it gets passed down and it is it's fantastic one of the best breakfasts that you could eat oh man yeah that does sound incredible is it like a, a secret like if i were to ask what that recipe is is that something that you need to get permission is that something that like oh yeah we give it to everyone well, it, where does probably, this recipe rank probably something that i would have to to make a case for you know like michael's basically family so we can let him in <laughs> on the secret you know yeah Certainly. I, uh, I'm glad that you do have that because it, this all comes down to um, a German chocolate cake recipe. Ooh. Um, <laughs> this is what this comes down to. And I feel like, especially like in this modern day, it's not too often that people have like family recipes, like at least that are getting utilized often. You right. know, usually people just go to like Pinterest or, you know, look up online recipes, but this one has to do with an individual. So this guy is 20, eight years old actually no it looks like okay no it looks like there's this woman here she's 20 years old and she loves baking it's her hobby okay. um she baked throughout college and she's been working on her skill and she has a friend um who was a guy who's 29 so they're really close this guy was her in her major and he belonged to a frat and she was allowed to use their huge kitchen for baking as long as she'd give everyone some food okay so it sounds seems like, like a fair a, deal yeah it seems like a totally fair deal and then so she found out that like his favorite cake was german chocolate cake so she worked on, on perfecting them and apparently she spent like four years perfecting the german chocolate cake recipe okay just trying so out. this this secret recipe is her own creation. Yeah, this is her own creation. Okay. She spent like four years just perfecting the cake, you know, and 
finally she found a winner. She said that, you know, food is her love and friendship love language. You know, whenever her friends hit a milestone, she gives them food. You know, she always tries to, to be kind and generous in that way, which I really appreciate. And then, so it looks like, you know, her, her friend, he got a new job and took him out of a, a bad work environment. So she's really happy. So she sends him a German chocolate cake. And then his girlfriend um, reaches out and she says, you know what? He loved the cake so much. Can you give me the recipe so I can start making it? Um, and she said, you know, normally I wouldn't mind too much, but, you know, she, this is kind of a, a personal recipe. She spent a lot of time on it. She's even thinking of like selling it in farmer's markets, um, you know, and this has just become something personal to her. So she says no. So she tells the girlfriend, I'm not going to give you this German chocolate cake recipe. And then the girlfriend starts a fight between the two of them um, that, you know, she's being selfish and rude for not sharing this recipe. Um, and obviously the OP is saying, you know what, this is, this is my recipe. Like I, I made this, you know, I don't really feel comfortable, like, and you've turned this into a huge fight. So right. now, of course, I don't want to give you yeah. that. So, so that is the story here. Um, what is your first take? Hmm. My first thought is that, like, I mean, the idea of a secret recipe is something that, you know, should be pretty common. People should kind of understand that. And, um, like, as a creative myself, though I'm not necessarily creating God-tier German cake recipes, um, I, definitely I, have, I definitely have a few ideas rattling around in my head that I get the urge to, like, share with people. Um, or, or I just want to like tweet about them or something, but then I convince myself not to, because it's like, it's such a good idea that what if someone picks it up and has like more resources than me and is able to make it before I do. So I'm definitely like hesitant to kind of share some of the ideas that I have for fear that someone might mass produce them before I am able to. So if she's looking at monetizing this at like farmer's market and stuff like that, it makes sense that she wouldn't want to share it because once you put that recipe in the hands of someone else, there's no telling who they'll pass it on to. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden Certainly. your special recipe isn't special anymore. So first glance, I get it, but thinking about it a little more, I think there's a couple compromises that she could have come to. Yeah. I will say that she did make an edit saying that she told her that, you know, if she wanted to work on making any recipes, she would give her tips and guide her through that process but she wouldn't give her the actual recipe. So that was a, a slight edit that she did make, I noticed. Yeah, I like, well, let's hear, let's hear your thoughts before I share some of my solutions that I've brainstormed. Let's hear your <laughs> thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that's kind of why I asked you the question. I feel like, you know, although it's maybe a little bit older of a practice, that the concept of secret recipes or family recipes is something that it's not too uncommon. So I feel like, you know, that that should be something that should be respected. You know, mm -hmm. if the person says no, I, I think overall, especially since she put the, the time and effort, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like that is what should be respected. Um, that's that's kind of my first take here. Uh, I mean, really, my first take is that I really want cake, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. That, that sounds that, super good right now. I know, I could really go for some of that cake cake but that's 
that's kind of the first thought that I have is that, you know what, you know, I, I feel like secret recipes, there's something that should be kind of expected. And especially because you can go online and find a lot of recipes. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of my first take is like, I feel like this person certainly is in the right. Um, you know, it certainly seems to have turned into, again, an unfortunate circumstance. Um, you know, especially with this girlfriend being upset that she's not getting the recipe. And I also understand that, you know, if I, if I really, you know, if you shared with me those waffles and I, I really wanted to make them and you're like, oh, sorry, can't give it to you. You know, I, you know, right away, I'd first be like, oh man, that really sucks. But probably as I gave it some time, I'd certainly understand it. You know, I'm never going to be upset that someone's not sharing something, especially if that's important to them. So, Yeah my so my proposed solution bear with me on this so yeah let's what i this. think what i think that she should have done is agree to give her the recipe but then before she sends it create a version of it that just leaves out the kind of special ingredients you know so mm. so then you send it to her and then she makes it and she's like it just you know it wasn't as good as as the one you made and you're like it's just what can i say you know it's just baker's touch like yeah, I wrote, I wrote the recipe. I've just got it. Yeah, exactly. So if you just leave out the secret ingredient, don't mention it, you know, and then just you know, you could have avoided the whole fight. That is keep your point. secret secret. Because then if they're like, you know, it's just it's just is missing something, you know, it doesn't have that special touch. You can just say, you know, you can't recreate art. You ask Da Vinci to paint Mona Lisa again, and he's you know he's it's going to end up as just like a a random pit crew that you can make your Twitter AV with. You can't recreate that magic again. Yeah, that, that is a really good point. You know, it's especially, you know, if she offers that she's going to to help her out with any recipe, like, why don't you just give her like the, the closest recipe, you know, or even like even better. I mean, I, I think of like, you know, cooking all the time. Like I've gotten to the point where I don't really take measurements on things, <laughs> you know, you just say something like that, you know, like, oh, well, here, here's like the base recipe I start with, but really... I kind of go by taste, you know, that, that yeah. could be a kind of like easy way of, you know, here's half of the recipe, but I'm not going to give you the full thing. You can make it like a great British baking show style challenge, <laughs> like the challenges they do in the middle of the show where they give them like the recipe Add that has sugar. no measurements. Yeah. And it just says bake. like, yeah, it just says bake. And then it doesn't tell you how long or how hot, like just, yeah. do, just host a great British baking show challenge for her. <laughs> that's I the like real that. answer here I, I think that's a good one I like one of the comments here says you know what? I bet the the boyfriend would be upset when he finds out this girlfriend is putting his German chocolate cake supply at risk <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like babe what are you doing <laughs> she's like oh hey we're not friends with her anymore <laughs> what no no <laughs> what have you done <laughs> Oh man, that's a good one. And God, now not only do I want cake, but I want to binge the Great British Baking Show again. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely love that show. Have you watched it, Michael? Oh yeah, um, okay, definitely. Good. With Kelsey, like yeah, I was gonna say you and Kelsey it, need but... to sit down and watch it if you haven't, because it makes me so happy. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a it's a lot of fun. Maybe maybe we'll try a, a show where we try doing one of their recipes and see how it turns out wouldn't that be cool like a good land live stream we get together and we just bake yeah that'd be awesome save that one in the vault 
because that's a great idea. <laughs> I'll write that one down. <laughs> All, right. All right. What do you do say? You, you ready a... for another one? Yeah, I was going to say, do you, do you have one? Yeah. Yeah, this one's kind of fun. Um, especially as someone who works in a job that uh, does like customer service stuff. So Ooh, these are good. This poster says, uh, I am a high schooler with a weekend job at a coffee shop. My coworkers who work weekends with me are James, the owner's son, and Danielle, a college student who sometimes also works weekends. James is a shift manager, um, but he's not, it's not like a formal thing. Um, but the poster goes on to say, sometimes customers will come in and just be angry about very minor things, like blow up about nothing. I don't know if they're in a bad mood already and looking for someone to take it out on or what, but it's a lot and uh, it's it's sad to have to be a grown man taking your anger out on high schoolers and college kids, which as you know, someone who has worked in customer service between the movie theater and the bank, that is how it goes. Some people come in in a bad mood and just get complaints, just complain about the littlest things. So the poster and James were joking about having a little fun with these angry customers and trying to find a way to get them off of their backs. So the plan that they settled on um, was, so one day at work, a uh, poster came in and a guy was having a temper tantrum about how he, they don't make the coffee hot enough, which they can't do a thing about because it comes right out of the machine. You can't exactly adjust the temperature of that. So James, the shift That's manager, fair. comes in and is like, sir, is there a problem here? And the guy, the customer starts ranting at him too. So James turns to the poster and says, this is unacceptable. You're fired. And the poster starts acting really sad. Like, no, please don't fire me. My family needs the money. I need this job, please. And uh, <laughs> James starts playing up this uh, like hard, stern uh, facade, tells him to take off his apron and leave. So then the angry guy starts to backtrack like, oh, it's not that big a deal. You don't need to fire her over it. I didn't mean it. And James is like, no, we pride ourselves on our customer service. So after all that, <laughs> Um, it was all just acting. So the poster still had their job, of course. Um, but apparently they've done that a few times now. So if whenever a customer gets snippy, one of them comes in and pretends to fire the other one. And almost every time the customer comes in and apologizes saying they didn't mean it. Um, but apparently when the poster was sharing this story with their friends at school, their friends said that it was mean. And um, it, it's a terrible prank to let someone go away thinking they'd got someone who desperately needs the money fired so so that's their genius plan but apparently they know some people who disagree with it they say it's rude so mm -hmm. what what are your thoughts on it i mean i think it's hilarious <laughs> you know i think it's hilarious and you know just me as a person i would never like blow up or get upset at a worker like oh yeah yeah, I mean, the closest, I mean, I worked, I, I, I've done landscaping, I worked as a lifeguard, you know, so not quite customer service, but like, you know, pretty close. I was, a, actually, I was a missionary for the longest time. That's pretty, I'd say working with people all day long, you know, that's, that's what I was doing. And, you know, I just never would get upset at someone, you know, to the, to the point, especially like, I understand there are things that they can't control. Um, you know, and likely me getting upset about it, like right there in the moment, isn't going to be able to help anyways. So like, I definitely understand that. And I think it's just hilarious. <laughs> me, me personally, I, th I think that's a, a pretty good joke. Um, 
I can certainly see how it would be upsetting, you know, if, if someone was rude and you think that you got someone fired. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think that probably is like a reflection on the person themselves, you know, like, you know, maybe I, I shouldn't be that rude, you know, was it that big of an inconvenience? That's kind of like what the, the first thing my, my mind goes to where I understand that, you know, this probably would be upsetting for someone. But at the end of the day, why is it upsetting to them, you know? Yeah, like if they, it's like they're willing to bring it up and make this big thing about it and yell at these workers. But as soon as they face the consequences of those actions, you know, they start backtracking on it. It's like, so how how much did it really mean to you? What was the purpose yeah. of you yelling and creating a scene over it if if this result isn't what what you were striving for? Like if you, like what was the point? If as soon as complicated, like complications or consequences arise you back out yeah I, I mean that's definitely like a factor obviously like if you complain about something I'd assume most people aren't hoping to get the person fired you know but at the end of the day like someone's gonna get in trouble <laughs> Some, someone's gonna have some consequence so I mean something to be mindful of yeah and, and there's a big difference between like a complaint and yelling at the employees because the coffee's not as hot as you like it to be yeah i was gonna say that those are two different things so certainly i mean yeah in this case i think the joke you know i i think it's funny um at, at least me personally it sounds like it's hoping these workers let off a little bit of steam at, at the end of the day i mean i would say no one gets hurt but you know, at the end of the day, someone's feelings likely, you know, might get hurt. So definitely be cautious of that. But yeah, but at the same time, like, yeah, like if the customer is yelling at the worker, the yeah, I was going to say, they bad initiated yelled it. At. Yeah. yeah. So flipping it back and making them feel bad, I think is like perfectly justified. Because yeah, I, I feel I would do this. <laughs> I feel like this is justified. Yeah. My, my biggest thing about it is like, if this is the same crew that works every weekend, then if these customers come back in and see you still working there, then like, what do you do? Yeah, I know. I was going to say, they're just going to need to memorize every person every time. This is the one we fired John in front of. That's the one we fired Casey in front of. I know they're going to have to be careful. And they're like, okay, but this person witnessed both of them. <laughs> yeah. They have like, to play back the security cam footage and find yeah, out imagine... who was at the tables. Yeah, imagine being someone who just like, you know, regularly chilled out there at the coffee house. And one day you see someone fire and the other person and then switch the next day. Like, yeah. Yeah. You so, just, I mean, they just keep giving you free scones to keep you quiet. <laughs> see, I, I'm interested. What did the, the people in the comments say? Because I, I think both of us agree here, you know. Yeah. So this post was labeled, not the a-hole. Oh, so it seemed, that, the it seemed the majority of people agreed. Um, Bell Punk says that's the perfect way of dealing with hostile customers. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'd be surprised if more of these rude customers aren't satisfied with the firing. I think it'd be funnier if they were happy with it and then came back only to see you still working there. The potential explanation of, oh, that was my twin brother, but now it's my job to support my dying mother and six siblings. <laughs> so you just set up like a, uh, that Avatar The Last Airbender episode with, this is my cousin, Shu. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's hilarious. And I mean, like, I think it's probably good medicine. Like, if, if you go around yelling at people for inconveniences, it's probably good medicine to see what that looks like, you know, <laughs> for someone else to start yelling at someone for a mild inconvenience kind of gives you a little bit of perspective, but I, th I think that's hilarious. So, Yeah, most people think it's hilarious and a great way to hopefully teach people a lesson. Um, uh, this Reddit user whose who's name I won't say on our family friendly <laughs> podcast says OP is a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Evelyn92 says, you're not an a-hole at all. You're the hero retailers need. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Mm -hmm. I agree. All right. Do you have another moral dilemma uh, yeah. that we can ponder? Yeah, I do. Um, so this person, they're saying that they're over at their friends for a small get-together, and the host, um, she calls him Tom, you know, she, uh, the, the host orders fried chicken, so um, everyone agrees to get some fried chicken from Uber Eats from Popeyes, and the, the food came super early, and one of their friends hadn't shown up yet, so, you know, they're like, okay, we're gonna wait, but then Tom's girlfriend, you know, says, oh, well, I'm just gonna eat mine now. You guys can eat later, so then, you know, about an hour later, when everyone else goes to, to get food, they, they find that all of the, the chicken, all the fried chicken skin has been pulled off, of like the, the bucket of chicken. <laughs> um, so like she goes to the group and she's like, uh, did like this arrive this way? Like what happened? And then the girlfriend is like, oh no, I just ate all of them. You know, that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> so who wrote this? So this did is- the, Did the person who write, who, who did the person who pulled the chicken skin off say am i the a-hole for eating the chicken skin no this is this is the person so there right now we have three people we have the the post writer the person whose house they're at and then the person who the whose house they're at and her are dating so the, the couple here the girlfriend ate the chicken skins and op has just kind of been there <laughs> um so yeah she like asks and the other person's you know the girlfriend is like oh yeah no that's my favorite part so I ate all of it um and they're like okay <laughs> whatever so the the OPA just like eats a chicken sandwich which had been left untouched it was just like the bucket of fried chicken um and then later Tom the the guy who instigated this whole thing you know requests some like venmo for all the chicken and op is like hey i'm only paying for the sandwich i ate because your girlfriend ate all the fried chicken skins like that's not cool <laughs> um and now now tom is upset at op for not paying the full amount so that's um, where the issue arises i see yeah so this this would be you know you and i are hanging out <laughs> um and like kelsey picked off all the skin from <laughs> yeah all the chicken skins gone. which like would never happen because kelsey wouldn't be eating fried chicken <laughs> to begin with <laughs> yeah I, we love chicken we'll make our own fried chicken but the the thing is is like one i can't believe someone just ate all the oh my god that's, who does that that's insane that is like 
we've heard some crazy stories scrolling through this. Yeah. We read about a, a couple that got in a fight because he wouldn't wash his hands after taking a poop. And this <laughs> is worse. This is worse than the guy who told his friends that he cooked in his family's vomit pot to freak him out. <laughs> this is worse this than is. that. This, this is horrible. Like, the thing is, is like, at the the end of the day like those stories like okay you know the guy was just lazy he didn't want to wash his hands (laughs) the the guy who cooked in the pot it's not that weird to cook in a pot if you clean it but this person who just eats all the fried chicken skin this is malicious (laughs) (laughs) like especially like if you even just putting aside the fact that she ate what is the best part of fried chicken the skin the fact yeah, that that's, she that's what makes it fried chicken. The fact that she stole that experience from everyone else, if we ignore that, if um if we ignore the fact that that's a, just a weird thing to do and probably way more unhealthy than just eating a regular fried chicken, <laughs> like it's probably worse <laughs> to eat more skin than usual. Um if yeah, we certainly. ignore those factors, she still put her hands all over every piece of chicken in the bucket. True, she touched every disgusting. piece of food that these other people are supposed to eat. She yeah, that's assuming that she like, picked it off and not like bit it off. Like Yeah, yeah, that's if we're being generous that it was just her hands that were all over it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, one oh. one person in the comments is like, you know, that'd be like ordering pizza and eating all the toppings off of it. Like Yeah. You know, I just eat all the cheese off the the slice pizza like I left you bread with tomato sauce on it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I just, man. One. <laughs> I left you crappy breadsticks. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh my gosh. I think we know whose side we're on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I haven't even begun to ponder the question of how much should the poster pay for it. I'm still processing the maniac that, <laughs> that solely ate I know. the skin. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, as far as payment goes, I think, I mean, yeah, that's probably pretty fair. If anyone, if anything, you should be making the criminal pay more than everyone else. It's, it's the same thing about like, if you go out to like a group dinner and you just order a salad and then the assumption is that you're going to split the bill evenly and you're like, no, nah, I'm just going to pay for my salad. Like it's the same kind of thing where it's like, yeah. if you, if you have a plan established beforehand, you kind of have to stick with it. Like if, if the plan was, we are going to split this evenly, I think just go back in and maybe eat a bunch of the Cajun fries that you got from Popeye's, like fill up on some of the sides so you can get your money's worth out of it. Um, yeah, that, that's a good compromise, I'd say. Yeah, I, I'd say because like if if you if the agreement beforehand was we are going to split this evenly, then I think you're kind of stuck doing that because that's kind of factors into like how much money they spent in the first place. Like if I know I'm going to get reimbursed this much, I'm going to spend this much money on food for everybody. Yeah, no, that certainly is like a, a valid point to be made. You know, it's just I still can't get over the fact that she would eat all the chicken skins <laughs> me either I, i'm still reeling from that but 
Yeah, no, I, I you, you certainly make like a good point. If that's like what you agree going into and the OP doesn't elaborate too much. You know, she says that like they all agreed to get chicken. She doesn't say if they all like, okay, we'll split it this amount. She doesn't get into that. But yeah, I mean, if you agree to, to split with your friends, like you certainly need to, to kind of stick with that. And then even like, if you had planned like, okay, well, I'm just going to eat my sandwich and pay a smaller amount. You kind of need to like vocalize that in the moment you know, like, like right away, like, hey, that's not cool. I don't want to pay for that. And then kind of come to an arrangement, whether it's like, okay, well, we'll give you the fries to make up for that, you know, right. kind of like come to a mutual agreement instead of just kind of as an afterthought, like, like, oh, hey, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, I think, in, I think this is one of those situations where everybody is the a-hole. I don't think yeah. there's a clear winner here. There's definitely a clear loser. <laughs> and that is the <laughs> insane person who ate all the chicken skin yeah we <laughs> that person's not cool <laughs> they created the a rift of the problem yeah huh. oh that gives me the willies <laughs> it's yeah no it's an uncomfortable circumstance and i just oh man all right you ready for another one yeah i am let's see it okay so the poster, uh, Reddit user Holiday a whole throw says um, that they had been they had been dating their ex fiance Sarah for four years. They'd been planning to get married in November of 2020, but OP found out that at the start of this month, which would have been a year ago, so May 2020, um, they had been. Uh, their fiance Sarah had been cheating on him. Uh, Sarah begged OP to give her another chance, but he broke it off. The problem was that being cheated on in the OP's mind is completely emasculating and humiliating. So OP never told anyone that the, that, that was the reason he broke up with her. Uh, for Ooh. obvious reasons, Sarah also didn't tell anybody uh, because she was the one that cheated. So she didn't want that getting <laughs> you around. Go around tossing that information. Yeah, so it seems that in the interim, people have been blaming OP for the breakup, including OP's mother, who says that um, OP just dumped Sarah out of the blue. OP has gone very strict, no contact with Sarah, and Sarah has been talking with OP's mom a lot and convinced her, convinced Sarah convinced OP's mom that if OP and Sarah could talk one more time, they would be able to reconcile. OP's mom has been applying hardcore pressure on OP to talk with Sarah, but OP says there's no chance that they will ever get back together. So on the night that this was posted, OP goes over to mom's because she's hosting a family uh, get together for Christmas Eve. He uh, arrives there, uh, is there for a bit talking with his aunts and uncles and cousins, the doorbell rings and opens up the door and in walks Sarah. Oh no. And OP says, mom what is going on and mom says i invited sarah so that we can work this out in the spirit of the holidays so op says the only way to explain his side of the story is to tell everyone that he was cheated on so now it's not just it's his entire family he didn't want to tell anyone to begin with but now it would be in front of his entire family so as his mom goes to the front door he ducks into the bathroom um, mom starts knocking on the bathroom door saying that op needs to come out and talk to sarah like an adult OP kicks the window screen 
out of the window, climbs <laughs> out of the window, better. climbs out of the window, gets in the car and goes home. Mom then calls OP and says that she's cutting ties with him over his behavior. She's really fixated on the jump out of the window and that Sarah will always be like a child to her. Oh my God. OP's sister called after a while to uh, chew him out for ruining Christmas. And then he finally broke down and told his sister that Sarah cheated on him, which is why he dumped her and didn't want to see her under any circumstances. His sister then called him a big a-hole who was lying to cover for himself. Like, didn't believe that Sarah had cheated on him. So he says, am I, am I the a-hole for jumping out the window and not wanting to speak to my, to my ex? Dang, what a... That's a lot to take in, isn't it? It just kept getting better or worse. Yeah, the stakes just kept escalating. Okay. Man, I so mean... What are, walk me through your initial thought process on this one. Yeah, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind, like, in this circumstance is, like, it feels like one... Man, love is a difficult thing, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, one, like, the, the girlfriend, or I guess the, the fiance at the time, she was, now, yeah. yeah, she was, she was cheating on him and he kind of cut ties. And I understand like, you know, chasing love, like fight, fight for what you love, you know, and things like that. Like, I understand that. But also like, if he's, he's made it apparent that he doesn't want that relationship, that probably should be respected, at least as far as that relationship is concerned. It's like a whole nother thing that the mom is getting as involved as she is. I think that's kind of the, the first thing, like the first red flag that comes up because like, even though I say that about like the fiance, like at the end of the day, like you love who you love and you, you, you probably are gonna fight for that. You know, sounds like she's made a mistake and stuff like that, but, um, but right, the first red flag is like the mom certainly seems to be getting involved much more. I couldn't even believe the, <laughs> that she like just kind of unboxes her at like Christmas was that the holiday yeah it was it was a Christmas Eve family dinner yeah and I mean I guess the the individual here you know if it said they had been dating for six years is that right four I think okay four yeah so they've been dating for four years likely you know, Sarah has become part of the family and stuff. Yeah. So I can see that, but still, it's just like absolutely incredible that his mom just invites her over and definitely doesn't like respect his wishes for sure. So like, man, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. Like, like inviting Sarah wouldn't be out of the ordinary, like if they were still together, but the fact mm -hmm. that they broken up and OP had said, like, I don't want to speak to her at all. Yeah. Like, he, I, I feel like he made his intentions clear with that. It, it should not be the mother's place at all to get involved with that and say, no, listen, I really like your ex. So you <laughs> yeah. need to date her. Like that is not how any of that works. No. I mean, at the end of the day, he's her son. <laughs> that, that's how that works. Yeah. So that, yeah, that whole situation. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, about the leap out of the window. He did have to kick the screen out of the bathroom window. How do we feel about that means of escape? How do we feel about his handling of the situation? <laughs> uh, I think that's impressive. <laughs> uh, that's what I have to say that. I mean, we don't know whether they were, you know, 
uh, two stories up <laughs> or we don't know anything like that but I'd say you know what like he definitely did not want to be in that situation like I don't know anything about his personality but if you're to the point where you're willing to like kick out a screen window of your like own family's home on like Christmas <laughs> like you are not in a good situation yeah so yeah what? that's impressive hopefully you didn't do any damage but let's let's put ourselves in his shoes let's say that you are at christmas eve dinner with your family and an ex that has cheated on you walks in what is what is your move in that scenario i don't know i mean i probably wouldn't be the person to like hide i think i probably if i was in this situation i probably would have let the family know like right there like obviously i don't you know if i was cheated on i i wouldn't hold it to the same like um like as far as like i would be okay saying i got cheated on i guess like like my personality it seems like that's kind of a struggle that this individual was struggling yeah. with is because um you know they said it's demasculating to do that so obviously I don't relate to that so I probably would have like let the whole family know like hey you let her in here at Christmas let me tell you exactly why I didn't want her to be here so I feel like that's probably what I would have done in that situation what do you what about you what do you say yeah I think I'm with you my my first instinct isn't run I probably like if I had been cheated on I probably wouldn't be as secretive as as OP was about it I probably would would let people know because like the fact that he's sitting there taking the blame for like the breakup yeah that, that's the thing that i feel for like that's that's just not right you know yeah, he like shouldn't if, have to be put under that yeah especially from family you know yeah yeah and the fact that the family is like favoring and that he's just dealt with the family favoring the ex over him for all this time just because he doesn't want to admit it that i don't think i could do that i think i think i would like regardless of the situation i think i would say like this is the reason why why we broke up that's just that's just mm -hmm. how it is that's just facts you know and so i don't i don't think that situation would arrive in the first place but i think i'm with you where my gut reaction wouldn't be run and hide because i would probably be too stunned in the moment like <laughs> like if I'm, like especially like wow. if after saying like i don't want to speak to her ever again if my family still brought her in i think i would probably just be too shocked to think about mm -hmm. running I think it I would certainly just, would be a shock. Like. Yeah. But again, you know, I, that's not a situation I've ever been in. So it's hard to, it's hard to anticipate what that feels like. Yeah. I certainly feel like, you know, in this situation, definitely the mom, you know, is at least out of like overstepping boundaries. Definitely the mom is in the biggest, you know, like her fault. Like she shouldn't have done that girlfriend too she probably should respect, respect yeah this, probably but... shouldn't have gone after getting the invitation probably should have said no i'm probably not it's not it's going to be weird if i show up yeah i was going to say that that probably should be on her as well but definitely the person who i think overstepped the most is certainly the mom in this yes, situation she's the worst in the situation for sure yeah Dang, um, man, what a roller coaster uh i choose you snorlax says f that your mom sarah and your sister are all a-holes the nerve of her to show up at your mom's house i'm angry just reading this i don't understand why your mother is so invested in sarah why would you want to tell her sarah cheated on um 
Why would you want to tell her Sarah cheated on you after how your sister acted? What a mess. Not going to lie. You kicking out the screen and taking off is straight savage. Reflexes <laughs> up on legendary. Um, not the a-hole. Yeah, I think that's impressive. <laughs> Gunter Time disagrees a little bit and says, I got to say, though, OP should have come clean at some point before it escalated to any of this. It shouldn't have been his family's business at all. And yes, she should have believed him when he said he was cheated on. But come on, when you reach the point that you have to essentially break out of your mom's bathroom and get to your car to drive away to avoid telling someone what happened, you have to take a step back and see how that looks to people. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh. This says, uh, Gunter Time replies to another comment, continuing his process of thought, saying, um, in my opinion, manipulative people are much worse in real life because it's so much more subtle than in movies. In general, people will tend to believe whoever talks to them first. And in some cases, uh, given, and in some cases gives them what they need to hear. Sarah did this. By OP not telling them immediately what happened, Sarah was able to tell them what happened in quotes and get them on her side. Remember in the beginning of the post, OP stated the family had already blamed him for the breakup. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah swooped in and stole his credibility. Yeah, not fun. All right. One more? Yeah, let's see. We can do one more. Let me. Can you top the fried chicken skin <laughs> that's what i'm thinking like man do i do you have a real good one to end on or uh, i do have a, a a pretty good one here but okay Let, let's hear yours okay um so this person here posted by book club dramas about a year ago um this person said that they started a book club about five years ago they have about 45 members total wow um nice she said you know typically there are about like fewer than 10 people to show up to each discussion but sometimes upwards of 30. um she said that you know she's very conscious that being a part of a book club does incur some cost um so she's tried working out deals with bookstores and local libraries to try and pick books that people would be able to access easily and certainly has tried to pick ones that wouldn't be like bestsellers in the moment so that sure. it's not limited and such. So, you know, she, she's she been working to try and get some sort of discount for people. And she said that in a meeting about a week ago from the time writing this, someone was pretty new to the group and made a comment about how she never buys books, you know, and then th this the person OP was saying, you know, I thought it just meant that she liked libraries, but she talked more. Um, she said that she called libraries old fashioned and when OP asked her, she said, well, I downloaded it from, you know, whatever site and you can download any book that you want from these websites. Um, so she, she admits to, to pirating this book. Okay. Um, and so OP is like, you know what, that's not cool. Like you should get a library card. Um, you know, and then the, the person in this situation says, you know, I, I would buy it. You know, I, I can afford it, but I just don't want to if I don't have to. Um, so now th there's an argument over, you know, even like censorship, whether people should be allowed um, to pirate books, whether that's cool or not, whether this person should be um, kicked out of the group. 
or not for, mm -hmm. for pirating a book here. So the, the OP asks her to leave, um, saying that, you know, stealing is not acceptable. This person got upset, saying like everyone does it. And then there's a, a little bit of drama on Facebook, but that's the circumstance that we're looking at here. I see. I see. Hmm. This is a this is a this is an interesting one. Um she said that she doesn't want to buy the book if she doesn't have to. Well, you also don't have to be in the book club. So <laughs> it seems like <laughs> that's a fair point. Seems like we have an answer to that one. Um, as far as like and pirating, whether it's books or movies or people that emulate games, I think I have um a pretty universal opinion on all of it. If the person who who's if the person or people whose creative energies went into creating the thing if they are still around then you shouldn't do it because otherwise you're invalidating their work but if you are going to pirate like great gatsby like f scott fitzgerald dead he he's dead dude so, i think actually um great gatsby just turned into public domain just this really? year actually well, i think so i want to say then. so <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible example i could have chosen <laughs> but but like that's that's the point and i i kind of formed this opinion around like game emulation first people like nintendo would uh keeps shutting down emulation sites but it's like if if these are games that you are not releasing and they are not available to the public any other way like old school like n64 gamecube games that mm -hmm. are only going for like they're for like 300 bucks on ebay and none of that money is going to nintendo at all like you should be able to emulate that because you can't get the game feasibly any other way. Same for like, like with movies, say you want to watch like uh, an old, like black and white Charlie Chaplin film. Um, if you buy that Charlie Chaplin and the people who filmed that movie, they're long gone. So they're not, yeah, gonna they're, be able, they're, they're not their work from that. Yeah. Their work can't be, um, it, it can't, they can't benefit from, from the work that they put in anymore. So pirate the heck out of it because the only people that you are taking money from at that point is the studio who bought the rights to it and they had nothing to do with the creation of the thing. But as far as books go, if the author is still alive, then buy the book because as someone with a creative writing degree, it's really hard to make money writing. So you got to help those people out. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean... Like growing up, you and I would share music all the time. And I mean, even growing up, there there were times where like I look up movies online and stuff. Uh, I certainly would do that now. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, and I, I loved the even though we would share music all the time, like when Green Day came out with their albums, we all went and bought them because, you know, we wanted to support the artist. I think that's something that's definitely important here is like, you know, it, especially when it's not just kind of like you know, oh, well, I'm just taking money from a big conglomerate, you know, company, especially when it's related to an artist, like that, that's someone's livelihood, you know, that, that's how they worked hard to, to be able to make that possible. So that's definitely not cool. Yeah, especially when this person says that, like, they have the means to buy it, they just don't want to. Yeah. Like, when we were in high school pirating music, like, I didn't necessarily, I didn't have a job in high school. My only money was allowance. So I didn't necessarily have the means to buy all the music that I was listening to. But now that I am an adult with an adult job, 
I can afford to pay for Spotify premium. I can afford to get movie tickets. So I won't pirate anymore because I now have the means to consume that media in a way that isn't detrimental to the parties involved. Yeah, certainly. So I think we, we know where we stand as far as like pirating stuff like that. So as far as an individual in your book club, Norin, you find out that they are pirating a book. What would you do? What would your response be? They're out. Kick them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a book club. You, you know what you're getting into and you sign up for it. You, she said, my point from when we first started talking about the stance, she said she doesn't want to buy the book if she doesn't have to, you don't have to be in the book club, go find a book club that supports your your pirate that's what you're into <laughs> a pirate book club <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah no i i say yeah get her out of there if if you have rules for your book club and those rules include like a purchase or rent of the book from a library then like that's what you got to do yeah i think that's like especially a key thing here is like there are so many options available to this person. They they can, one, they said that they do have the means to buy it. So one, they could just buy it. Two, they could rent it, you know, from the library. I guess that's not quite renting, is it? <laughs> but, they, you know, they can get it from the library. Um, you know, they, they have a whole lot of options. So they don't need to resort to this. You know, that, that doesn't need to be it. And especially like, you know, if you're the one who starts this book club, I feel like that's in your right to, to put any rules on it. You know, one thing she did say, the person writing this was that like some people in the group agreed or disagreed with her. So it wasn't just kind of like, you know, 50 people versus the one, you know, right. it, it was a, some bit of discord, but, you know, I certainly agree that this person was in the right doing what, what she um, was capable of doing. And yeah, I certainly agree. Don't pirate, you know? Just kind of a, as a baseline rule, usually best not to pirate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and like, granted, there are there are a lot of worse things that someone can do than pirate. Yeah, certainly. But, but like I said, if you have the means to not do it, and you're doing it simply because it's easier, like that's that's a little scummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like one thing that like I love about being an adult is like you know money is always nice, but I like having money because that means like I can support like other creators and stuff that's like one of my favorite things to do is like you know even if typically I wouldn't like buy something that's like in this price range or purchase this you know I see it as an opportunity to invest in someone you know I see it as an opportunity to support and that's something like I've come to love you know I love just being in a position to be able to do something like that so yeah I have no problem supporting it especially you know it's it's a book club you're there probably because you like books yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a book club is a place for book lovers. And if you don't yeah. love books, like <laughs> if you if you pirate a book, you're obviously not that into it. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you. As as a creative myself, someone who is creating content to for people to use, I love supporting other creators. Um, I get on, on our Dungeon Stories Twitter page, I get DMs all the time from other RPG studios like setting up kickstarters and stuff like that and i am always happy to check them out and and share those kickstarters with people and i back a fair number of them as well just because i like to uh, if, if i can i like to be able to support people in those creative endeavors and hope that 
when I get some of my endeavors to a stage at which they're ready to be supported by people, I hope that they'll return the favor. So. Yeah, certainly. That's certainly what I stand with. I chose this one because it's interesting because the comments is completely split in this situation. A lot of it is arguing about the rules of piracy and like who gets the money at the end of the day and stuff like that. So it, it certainly is interesting, but I think we know where we stand for yeah. sure. And, and again, like if you, if, if this, if her pirating a book is such a big deal to her that she will do it regardless of the arguments that she hears, then at the end of the day, there are other book clubs like this. This obviously is yeah, no there are other them. options. So it's not like anyone is out anything, especially because she didn't spend money on the books anyway. So it's not like she's losing money getting kicked true. out of the book club. So, <laughs> That's very true. So yeah, it's just at the end of the day, like there are other options. You joined a book club because you wanted to be in a book club. So if you're not going to follow the rules of that specific club, then this isn't the one for you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. What is the post branded? Usually they, they tag Yeah, them. so this post has been branded, not the a-hole, which I certainly okay. agree. Okay, that's good. That's good. But, but the, the comments the, are pretty split about it. Yeah, the, the comments are all over the place. Um, obviously, you know, it was branded, not the a-hole in this situation, but it's just, it's one of the like longest comment sections I've seen just mm. because everyone is fighting say, yeah. back and forth about uh, piracy itself. <laughs> yeah that tracks well that was a that was a good one to end on um yeah we got to do some actual moral discussion not just hypothetical ones like we talked about a real not just hey she ate the chicken skins <laughs> yeah we talked about a real hot button issue so look at us tackling <laughs> tackling the big stuff on on goodland oh yeah um and you know what everyone if you want to be not the a-hole then you should like and subscribe to this video on YouTube or leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That's a good transition. Yeah. If you dislike the video, unfortunately, we have to label you the a-hole. So that's just that's just how it goes. That's just the rules. We don't make the dice roll. Well, we do make the rules because we make good land, but you you know what I'm saying. Um we we want to thank you for uh for checking it out, um, for listening along with us. If there are any segments from previous episodes that you enjoyed, please let us know. Um, Spencer Sparks, our very first guest, clear back from episode two, messaged me today and said that he really liked the uh, Goodlywed game. He said that it was a fantastic idea and he had a lot of fun listening to it. So maybe we'll do another Goodlywed game here pretty soon because that seemed to be a hit to Spencer Sparks in particular. So um, if you have any that resonated with you in particular, uh, please let us know. Andrew Shank told me that he really liked the Yahoo Answers one that we did. So um, we we could take another look at that, assuming the McElroy brothers are, are, are okay with us stealing their groove again. Um, <laughs> we did that as kind of a farewell to the service, but Andrew Shank liked it. And who are we to say no to Andrew Shank? So we can't deny. We cannot deny him the pleasure of us. That sounded a little bit weird, but I'm going to brush <laughs> past it. Um, we'll just forget that. With that, if you want more of Michael and I, check out Dungeon Stories. We play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, if you have, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, well, good. We've got it for you. Um, if you are interested 
in beginning to like Dungeons and Dragons, good, we've got it for you. So, <laughs> so come check out uh, Dungeon Stories uh, in all the same places that you find Goodland here. Uh, we are also on uh, Instagram and Twitter and TikTok as Goodland Pod. So uh, find those. TikTok has some clips, a little bit more clips than what we put on just uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's it's getting a little bit more. So definitely check that out. Uh, thank you to uh, Parker Hinshaw for creating our fantastic intro. Um, you can find him on Twitter. He has since rebranded. He's no longer Cusco Beats. He's now Cusco Sucks. Uh, and that's with an X at the end. So uh, that's K-U-Z-C-O-S-U-X. So check out Cusco Sucks. Uh, he has a an album coming out on Spotify that's going to be releasing any moment now. So so stay tuned for that. Uh, check out at Cusco Sucks on Twitter to follow along for that intro. And thank you, Parker, for that fantastic music that you have gifted us with. Um, and with that, everybody, Michael, is there anything you need to say before we close out? No, I think that's perfect. <laughs> I covered it. So everybody, with that, this has been Goodland, and I'm glad you're alive.